this is Cloud B. And this is Bird. And together we are Two Bees Pod. And we're just a couple of old bees talking about life, love, surviving, and thriving through the everyday trials of adulting as older millennials. We definitely don't have it all figured out, but we're doing it anyway. <laughs> I look up and the whole room spinning You take my cares away I can so overcomplicate People tell me to medicate Feel my blood running I swear the sky's falling This shit's fabricated Hey everybody, welcome back to part 2 of story 15 with Ebony and Araceli. Thanks for listening to part 1. Hope you enjoyed it. There's even more good stuff. So enjoy. I just feel like right now, this January energy is just like intense. Like just so much foundational things are going on. And I'm like, okay, I don't know. Can we, can you say or speak more into that? Because people are always like this energy of blah, blah, And I'm like, what? Okay, what energy? What's happening? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it simplified. <laughs> The Araceli version. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but pretty much um, what happened with one of my teachers, who I love, Erika Bonaflor, if you guys are interested in learning more about her. But she tells us of, you know how they were saying December 21, 2012, the world is going to end? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so it clearly didn't, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're here. We're alive. <laughs> yes, we're living. But what ended up happening in the cosmos... <laughs> the side conversation is that... Ebony didn't know about <laughs> the world ending. You know, the December Cosmos, because uh, they wrote it in like this history stuff, you know, different different cultures along the world. They know because because that's what they were doing, you know, different parts of the world. If you see temples, things like that, they're aligned with stars, you know, everywhere. So they were like just getting all this information from stars and all this stuff. But pretty much what happened was um, there's like more energy in the around Earth that's recycling mm-hmm. a lot of heaviness. Mm-hmm. And what my teacher says is black holes. Um, that are recycling a lot of energy and if you've ever seen kind of NASA videos like they've captured videos of what black holes do Mm -hmm. and they like recycle different stuff so you can see like a certain they'll eat stars right Mm -hmm. so that's usually the videos that NASA has captured where these black holes like they eat these stars and then they transmute them and then it turns into like this different light this different stuff Mm -hmm. so that's what they're doing so now that's kind of like what's happening Mm -hmm. and um, the Earth has been like totally cleansing herself, the cosmos and all the stars and the sun and everybody's helping us out. But ultimately, what I'm gonna get at is the moon. Um, I I just stopped reading now because I'm just like every full moon, every new moon, every moon entire cycle is just getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And what that means for us as women, we refer to our menstrual cycles mm-hmm. as our moon cycle. Right. Our emotions are connected with the moon. Mm-hmm. So all of this energy is just to help us really heal the, our feminine, 
I'm not masculine, but you know, like using the moon or the cosmos or whichever planet you feel most connected to Mm. or earth or whatever to like help you through that, help you through that because this energy that you feel that's intense is there to help us move through whatever we got to move through. So for me, I work with them. I work with all of it. I work with stars. I work with the moon and I work with the sun. I'm just giving them thanks. Ultimately, that's what I do because I already feel it and we do feel it. You know, like you guys asked about Mercury retrograde, which yeah. I'll totally get gonna... into that. <laughs> um, but like we can feel it and and um, surrendering to it is the best thing because if you're going to fight it, it's yeah. not going to go well. It's just it's not going to go well, you know. See, I just feel like like when the whole maybe we can get into unless we're going somewhere else get into Mercury yeah. retrograde <laughs> she wants it so <laughs> she's so into it and I'm like so rolling my eyes all the time she's like Mercury's in retrograde I'm like hmm because that's what Mercury retrograde said you'd say because <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like what does that mean and people are like you know people are acting weird and things are happening and I'm like that's like every day in my life I don't understand what yeah. the difference is that's like the best like, explanation for it right it like, is every day I got Sorry. added to that was my explanation <laughs> exactly um, I didn't want to out you but thank you <laughs> yeah I'm like what does all of that mean like I think maybe just not being in tune but uh, or just like living and just going through the motions of the day to day maybe is just like I'm like okay people suck all the time I don't understand so you know so like yeah I don't know (laughs) tell me more Ebony I don't get it so so every planet goes into retrograde Mm -hmm. but but before kind of like the mercury part you know just this room Right? Every space we occupy has energy. Every corner, mm-hmm. every particle is energy. Mm-hmm. And so when we think about the planets, they impact how we operate, for example. Like, you know, the moon. When the moon is full, the way the moon controls water and mm-hmm. waves and the oceans, right? And that is actually a huge time where menstrual cycles right Mm -hmm. but also where women give birth because the water in the body is being pulled by the moon Mm -hmm. so we're connected to all of these planets and all of these things around us mercury just like pluto well pluto is debatable but (laughs) just like a lot of planets right (laughs) go into retrograde um for mercury what that means is mercury is aligned with the earth and the sun it's 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 come into alignment and so it's almost like because of the, I believe it's like the gravitational pull, Mercury looks like it's moving backwards, mm-hmm. right? But it's really not. It, mm-hmm. It's it's moving like it normally would, but mm-hmm. from the Earth's view, it's kind of, I think of it like moonwalking, right? Mm-hmm. So it's going almost as if like moonwalking in slow motion. Mm-hmm. And what that does for folks, especially those who are, our planets are Mercury, like myself, right? Me. And you. And my partners, who's a Virgo, right, who is Mercury, is that is a time where I used to be so resistant. I'm like, mm. I hate Mercury retrograde. What is wrong with life right now? Because it wasn't like the normal everyday stuff. Uh-huh. It was heightened. There were arguments that would happen with like random, random things would happen. And it's like, why now? And it would come out of the blue, right? You'd make a big purchase, and then something would go wrong with that purchase. Mm. 
all of a sudden, right? Um, these are some of the things that happen during retrograde because Mercury is the planet of communication. And when communication is out of alignment, it's really hard to get stuff done. Um, and it's also the time where the plant, where Mercury is telling you it's slowing down. So then it's an opportunity to slow down because all the seeds, and this is what a, a good friend of mine told me who does uh, astro astrological charts and does a lot of, you know, readings. Um, and I, I went to him, I was like, I'm so done with Mercury. Like, will you like, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> and he's like, the more you push against Mercury, the harder it's going to become. And so this is an opportunity to slow down because what Mercury is trying to do is all the seeds that you planted in the year are being worked on. Mm. And so the more you push Mercury, the fruits of everything that you've planted, it's not going to get any, it's not going to grow any faster, right? So it's a time to really just chill, take that in, be mindful, be more mindful. So in my calendar, I put all the Mercury retrogrades, especially if that's your planet, two weeks before and two weeks after, you're going to get affected. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because we all... We it's like a whole Mercury. month? It's, it can be like three or four times a year. And so... You don't know our struggle, okay? <laughs> oh, you are Gemini, that's right. You don't know your own struggle. <laughs> you're a Gemini? Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm on a cut. You're... Cancer. Cancer. Oh, that's Cancer. right. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. So you're, that's, it's half your planet, too. <laughs> mm -hmm. So so what this, you know, I've got two Mercury planets in my house, right? <laughs> and so we have to practice being extra mindful mm -hmm. so that we are in communication mm -hmm. because that's when communication breaks down. Okay. Yeah. How can someone like me, who, not that I'm saying I think this is like hokey or anything, but... Who I guess I'm not in tune with it. Yeah. So I don't, I, so I always need more of the why. Like, mm -hmm. why am I doing this? Why am I taking this? So that's why, yeah. I, you know, I wanted to know what it means. Mm -hmm. So how can someone like me, who I feel like I was saying earlier, I feel like I don't really notice a difference. Yeah. Are there things I can do to be more mindful yeah. of like, okay, is this, I mean, obviously it's, you know, you know when it's happening or you can find out when it's happening, but mm -hmm. like, okay, these, this is why this is happening. Mercury is in retrograde and it actually is affecting me. Yeah. And so one of the things, you know, <clears throat> can be, and maybe this is looking back, right? Looking back at the other times that if you recall mm -hmm. where there have been a retrograde, mm -hmm. what happened around those times? Mm -hmm. Okay. Right? Did you make a big purchase? Was there something with technology right. that went wrong? Did something stop working? Um, stuff like that was there an argument that came out of the blue or some miscommunication mm -hmm. that came out of the blue mm -hmm. um and so those are things to look for but also moving forward i, I put it in my calendar mm -hmm. so that i'm mindful right i don't even have to my partner doesn't even really believe in it but <laughs> so there's one of us that really believes in it but it's still something that I'm mindful about and she's mindful about. And so then we have a conversation, you know, we check ourselves. Okay, where is this coming from? Right? If I'm a little extra annoyed at my mom about something that I wouldn't be annoyed with her about, okay, where is this coming from? What am I hearing? What am I receiving? Do I need just, right? Just checking myself mm -hmm. to be, make sure I'm communicating effectively mm -hmm. and then taking a breath mm -hmm. so that even if I don't believe in it, 
my goal is always to communicate effectively. Mm-hmm. And if I'm off for some reason, okay, why is this consistently happening around this time? Or blah blah blah. You know? Yeah. Okay, so we'll put it on our calendar. Yeah. For, we'll put it on our shared Google calendar. And then we'll see if we're like bickering more around that time. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll just pick and up then we'll just stop texting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, texting that could all sometimes. I mean, that just no. We bicker happen. in person too. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> But we'll see if it's extra. <laughs> and I'll be like, okay, Mercury is in Gatorade. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get done. That should be yeah. a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, Mercury. Right. I'm also going to add just like, and this should be every day, but mm-hmm. there's something to be learned every day. Yeah. But when Mercury is in retrograde, because like, you're probably going to have to communicate in person because the mm-hmm. phones mess up That's or computers right. mess up. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to pick up that phone and yeah. actually call. Mm-hmm. There's something, there's beautiful lessons to explore. Yeah. So just kind of looking at it that way can maybe be helpful as far as like, okay, there's, you know, I wake up every day. Thank you so much. And there's something to learn today. And there are little itty bitty lessons sometimes, mm-hmm. or sometimes they're Bigger lessons, you know, you just don't know. Okay. But that's something mindful that it's like, mm-hmm. you know, we're not in school, like we're in the school of life. Mm-hmm. Just that's what it is. Yeah. It's yeah. the school of life and the planets like to mess with us a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and teach us lessons yeah. on how to slow down. Right? Yes. Yeah. It's an yes. opportunity. Yes. Multiple retrogrades, my computer oh my has gotten water damage. <laughs> mm. oh yeah. God. And I'm like... My third Mac. Oh, what? <laughs> and there's there's always something with me and technology during this time, during retrograde. So okay. I have to be careful. Will you tell us later when they are so I can put them on my calendar? Yeah. Do we Google it? Yeah, can we Google it? Yeah, can we Google can it? Say, yeah, you can Google Mercury Retrograde 2019. Okay. I believe the first one starts in March. Is okay. something happening right now? Or Wait, last week? The beginning of the last week of this one? Yeah, it's no, the moon. Um, this pet last week was something happening. The new the moon. Equinox. Yeah, it was a mix And there was also a, a lunar eclipse. Yeah, the mm. new moon, the lunar eclipse. And there's another eclipse coming with up. this full moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's two lunar eclipses. Yeah. Moon like ceremonies galore. When it's, Ooh. When it's, I love doing burning. I used to do burning ceremonies on my birthday uh-huh. to release, Yeah. to let go. You just burn. And actually, burn, my, the first burn, one baby. that I did is when I turned 29, I think. And I had brought all of my, I had mentioned I spent 13 years in family court when I was a kid. I brought every single document that I had and Mm -hmm. I burned it. I was like, I am not moving into the new year with all of this. Mm -hmm. And I let it go. Right? And so moon ceremonies, burning ceremonies, being near the water, the the earth, Mm -hmm. the fire, the air. There's nothing better. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So I, I feel like when I've talked to uh, more people like yourselves and other individuals who are using their own bodies and uh, what what comes from the earth to heal themselves, mm-hmm. like oils, like tea uh, or leave tea leaves, uh, whatever. Um, can you talk about oils um, and you know what they can do and why they're so healing and powerful and then uh, stones. and crystal stones mm-hmm. all of that because i think for some people who and i don't know i think a lot of people are becoming more open and looking for like anything for answers like people are becoming more open to cannabis healing mm-hmm. i'm just thinking 
it's becoming more gentrified and oh right it's <laughs> cool <laughs> right yeah yeah. yeah 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 it's really unfortunate because um like both ebony and myself like these are indigenous practices right. to our ancestors that were always there yeah. you know and they stayed alive you know and unfortunately you know a lot it, it wasn't healthy the way they had to go out but they had remedies and healing for all kinds of all kinds of stuff um but it is indigenous and it's us coming back to our roots you know and it's essentially what this land knows and has always known there was just like this thing covering up our eyes you know right. so it's kind of like a blindfold has come off mm-hmm. and maybe it might be like a gentrification or whatever but we always have to remember that all of this stuff has its own mm-hmm. spirits mm-hmm. so whatever people are doing out there if you're not honoring them properly you're gonna get it mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so there is such a thing as gentrification and but you're not gonna gentrify the spirits like they're love, on their own level i just you love know? the laugh after <laughs> <laughs> I, say, I love i say it's becoming more gentrified as in like you know urban outfitters yes so yes stones and amazon sage bundles and, no i yeah. just saw something that you know they're gonna they're like penetrating the earth for the crystals and it's like not healthy because the demand is going up and then when you go out and you're meeting these miners they're selling crystals like this big like they could this something like this they'll give it to you for ten dollars people out here are selling these for like a hundred two hundred dollars you know what i mean so if you want like i've gone to gem shows where you're buying directly from miners which is always a healthy thing because you're directly you know they're usually from the land, and this is what their ancestors done. You know, they know these crystals are for healing, and they know that the they know that the crystals are supposed to go somewhere to help people. Mm-hmm. And back, 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 back in the days where you know there's many stories of creation, but ultimately, what ancestors mm-hmm. use crystals for, they use them as computers. Mm-hmm. So this was our technology, mm-hmm. you know, and all the technology that we ever needed versus you know and the. This in powdered form is in the wiring of like mm-hmm. these tools, mm-hmm. you know. So we use these things as computers. I don't know exactly how we use them, but mm-hmm. we use them to awaken a lot of our, you know, godly being of like you know majestic being. So at least that's what I've read, and different stories that have happened to different societies that abuse their power, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know that's why all of these are in the earth now. Because it used to be on the surface, but I guess, you know, things happened where, like, we had to keep repeating the story to get it right, you mm-hmm. know? So now they're coming back to us, and hopefully we can honor them and, like, just make sure that they're safe. But I also don't believe in, like, holding on to them either. Mm-hmm. They're on their own little path and their own little journey, and, like, I give out a lot of crystals that have gone through me. I hand them to people, and, like, they're supposed to go. But, yes, different crystals are for different mm-hmm. different parts of the body, um, I guess I'll just go the stone that I've always had since birth has been my ruby which I wear my family gave me this when I was a young child and um, it's for loving it's just for love like activating your heart and this crystal is a brand new one that they said they just discovered it's a Lemurian temple crystal from Brazil and a lot of our crystals are coming from Brazil and Africa mm-hmm. so that's also the issue yeah. <laughs> of being mindful of the people that are out there Um and oils is uh, crystals and art. The both oils that I have here are infused with oil essence and crystals. So um, ancestors, like ancestors, knew the power of the earth and crystals and stones, and would mix it with oils for healing. 
So this one I have, they're both kind of Egyptian style, and they come from, um, my teacher also educated me on the art of perfumery from ancient Egypt mm-hmm. and from different cultures, all cultures, um, because as we know, we have our olfactory system, right? Mm-hmm. So the sense of smell, you know, and smelling beautiful things can it can take us back sometimes to our yeah. trauma, mm-hmm. but it can take us back and we can smell it and like heal that relationship with that scent and hence mm-hmm. heal that situation perhaps. So I think learning more about our senses, which the crystals and the oils help us get to, it can really alleviate and like open up more pathways for healing for our body and ourselves. So these are really strong. This one is probably a lot more stronger because I think he used alcohol. But the really interesting thing about this one, this one is turquoise, sage, and owl feathers. So he went like super Egyptian crazy on this. Um, It's a little intense, but you can smell this one. But this one's a little lighter. And this one has a lot of different oils that... Uh, Mary Magdalene mm-hmm. and Mother of Mary used. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of different histories about that. Some mm-hmm. of the stuff I've learned was like they were part of these um, temples and they learned a lot of healing arts through these different ancient Egyptian temples. Jesus' mom and Mary Magdalene and they would do a lot of oils. So one of the stories is I think she put oil in the water to cleanse Jesus' feet, right? Mm-hmm. And um, some the oil that one of the oils that she used was like a spike nard which I haven't seen. Um, it's not native to California, I think, or is it? I don't think so. But it's a really strong, potent oil, but that's what she used, um, Mary Magdalene, I think, when she met, when she first met Jesus, or when that story of where she's cleaning his feet, mm-hmm. she used the oil. So when we use oils, and it's so funny because I have cousins, right? I have a lot of guy cousins, and I have these oils around, and they, like, they're, they're boys, and I love them, and they're so awesome, and... They straight up got my oils and rubbed it on their feet. Like, they knew, you know? So Intuitively. Yeah, so the oils, putting them on your feet, like, it just, and then goes up your body, and then, so I was like, ooh, you guys are so cool. We're on the same, we're on the same, we're vibing out. <laughs> but I've used oils, too, um, to keep people away from me. <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> Well, because if you have an oil, like, okay, I'm going to pass this one around. This one might be a little heavy. To keep people away as in, like, not keep people, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm like, are you talking about patchouli? Because I'm not a fan. (laughs) I do. Patchouli is a tough one. I like to wear it by itself and in my room, but I'm not that intense. But sometimes, sometimes the oils, like, people just can't handle it. But for me, it's like, if you can't handle the oil, then you can't handle (laughs) me. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's that one's a little strong. It I has the it. owl feather. It's nice, isn't like it? it? You like yeah. it, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, and that one, my friend. Yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> this one has um uh, the one you were saying that's um oil that Mary Ma- was Mary, Mary Magdalene used, right? Yeah, yeah. This one has a very familiar smell to me. Yeah, it would it would be very familiar to a lot of people. I think that one because mm-hmm. it's very motherly. Mm. So it's like smells right, like it smells kind of. Motherly. It's like comforting, yeah. comforting, yeah, like very this, motherly. I can't like say it reminds me of this, but it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see how that oil would do that mm. because we all know that. You yeah, know? we all know that motherly, nurturing scent, mm-hmm. and we travel the world to find it. I'm also um, 
have been admiring like all your jewelry and oh, stuff. Thank you. And you write your you. stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, both of you. Ebony, anytime I've seen her, I'm always like admiring her rings and stuff. Um, do you, as far as like jewelry, um, do you wear, both of you, either of you, do you wear things that you connect with or do you, or is it like, because I would be like, ooh, that's pretty. Like, I'm like, your earrings are cute. I want those. <laughs> you know, but like, is it like, I connect with this stone or I connect with this piece or... I think each one has meaning, right? So mm-hmm. so speaking of the connection of each stone with the body, you know, they do different things. So when I'm um, choosing a stone to wear, it's some of it is like that caught my eye and okay, it caught my eye for a reason. Mm-hmm. What is it? What does it mean? What is it? What do I need um, that I'm reacting to? But a lot of the stones I wear, I wear a lot of amber, which is the oldest material in our world. Um, and it's uh, resin from ch- ancient trees. And so it, um, it can crack, it can melt, right? Because it's, it's resin, right? But I wear it because um, it ground, it's very grounding. Mm. So it actually grounds mm. me. Most of what I wear are grounding stones mm. because I, in that whole trying to stay level, right? I naturally have... Um, um, an anxious undertone in my life. <laughs> and so I try to balance that out when I'm dealing with like a lot of anxiety in my environment, even if it's not mine, I, oh. I hold on to my stones, right? I have mm. a fluorite stone that is also grounding. I hold on to it. It grounds me. Mm. Um, all my rings, cornelian, great for creativity, great for grounding, great for removing kind of negative energy from you, right? Mm. And I have I wear a howlite every once in a while, so I'll interchange it with this one, but this has been in here for uh, quite a bit. And howlite is also good for sleep, mm. you know? And it's good for um, just like, again, grounding, removing negative energy. So that tends to be what I'm drawn to because those are my challenges and I use them to help me navigate those challenges and create more mindfulness for me around it and so outside of that um when I'm using like stones or essential oils for like in the work that I do it's really about thinking about each individual person and what they're what's speaking um in terms of what their needs are Mm -hmm. and what their body may need and offering you know literally it being an offering of Here's something that may connect with your body. Here's something that, because all these stones are about healing. So mm-hmm. here's something that may offer healing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother is a Reiki practitioner. So she actually has, she makes um, charts of all the chakra stones, every, like crazy amounts of stones, you know. So when she's practicing Reiki, you know, she'll put a chart underneath the table. Mm-hmm. Or she'll put um, a chart on you in whatever area is, mm-hmm. you know, ailing you right with a different stone and so a stone that's specific to the healing of that area maybe it's your knee maybe it's your heart maybe it's whatever it is and so that's how I use stones and Mm -hmm. essential oils as really just offerings of of more healing Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and I think it goes back to like what you said intuitive Mm -hmm. you know yeah if you know you go somewhere and something calls you like don't think twice about it you know Mm -hmm. if it called you and you saw it and it looked really pretty and something inside you said grab it or buy it Mm -hmm. or you know it's yours follow it 
Because it's that little voice, that intuition that we want to strengthen. Yeah. Because that's our higher self, like, right. guiding us. Right. To, it's also our gut. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's our gut. Us. It's our womb. Yeah. And what we tend to push back and ignore, particularly yeah. as women, you know, yeah. because how do you explain intuition? So that's... Um, I wanted to say about Ebony, how you were talking about um, how you gift stones uh, to people. Well, you both said, you know, you don't hold on to when you pass it down. Um, I don't know that we already brought it up, but I met Ebony through doing um, trauma-informed yoga with you. Through, you know, as we talked about trying to find different forms of healing and healing through miscarriage, I didn't feel like I was ready to sit down and talk or I wasn't able to I guess um it just didn't feel the like the right fit for me so I was trying to figure out other things to do and so one of the things you did was gift me some stones and I was like oh my god do I do with these you know like I'm like they're so pretty but like okay now what and I think I'm still sort of in that place of that's why I think I'm so intrigued by jewelry because when you spoke about grounding I'm like oh okay like that's resonates with me like I'm also someone who's a fairly anxious person just on the regular so like <laughs> yeah <laughs> fed a ring or something yeah. you know so that sort of is why I asked because it definitely resonates with me instead of like um you know the stones that I have I'm like okay which one of you do I need today like you yeah. know <laughs> and then I did have go through a very like um sort of high anxiety time where I was like okay mm-hmm. you're gonna be my friend for this week and, yeah. and I did that but you know the jewelry is a nice Mm-hmm. other an, an alternative also yeah. and then we you and I did some practices where um, we sort of not surrounded isn't the right way but put uh, stones around the yoga mat mm-hmm. and that was really nice and sort of grounding mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. um, all of those stones are around the, the first chakra mm-hmm. right and how to help um, <clears throat> surround yourself with that healing energy in that space and you're, you're told, it's hard to figure out what to do with it. Mm-hmm. For some folks, they hold it in their, they they connect to one mm-hmm. more than the other for a day or a week, and they're like, oh, I'm going to walk with this, right? They feel anxiety coming up, and they're going to walk with it. They also have these things called touchstones mm-hmm. that they have like a little thumbprint. Well, some people call them worry stones or mm-hmm. blessing stones, yeah. and there's like a little thumbprint in it, and you can just like... When you worry or you're hoping to or you're having positive affirmations that you're trying to put in your mind you just rub it um jewelry is great because it's wearable mm-hmm. and it's functional in that way and you can just it, it it helps when you're deciding okay what do i wear today mm-hmm. what am i connecting with mm-hmm. these little things are also cool because they're just little balls your and, necklace yeah mm-hmm. and on a, on a, on a a little necklace that I picked out and I just put whatever stone I want in it. So mm-hmm. the loose stones. And so they have very, I mean, there's so many different versions of these. Mm-hmm. They have square ones. They have, but part of it is so no one else touches your stones because they're yours. Oh. Right. And then you don't want their energy being placed onto it. It's easy enough to cleanse. Right. Yeah. But um, it protects it. I used to work with kids and they would all the time be like, oh what's that and want to touch it yeah i'd be like all right i gotta cleanse that (laughs) not because of anything with them but it's just that anxious energy Mm -hmm. feeds what i already have and this is about grounding me and helping reduce that anxiety yeah Mm -hmm. and that makes sense because with like you know both of you have rings and 
um, bracelets and stuff. You know, people are going to be like, oh, it's so pretty. Like, let me. Yeah. And I'm definitely <laughs> a, like, texture kind of person. I'm like, ooh, let me touch some pretty. So I'd be all my anxiousness all up in your reins. <laughs> that's, that's all good. That's all good. And then something I want to emphasize, too, is um, Ebony's wearing one with copper wiring. Yes. And so the thing with, if you are going to go for jewelry, and then my necklace has copper wiring. Mm. So even just a copper bracelet or any jewelry, if you're looking out there, the copper like enhances it Mm -hmm. to really, like the computer thing, you know? It's like that wire to to really help it connect with Mm -hmm. you. So that ring with the copper and then silver or whatever, but it's something about copper. The copper cubes. Yes. At home, my partner has a copper cube. And copper, actually, if you have, like, deficiencies, like metal deficiencies or iron deficiencies, Mm. it's great to hold that in your Mm. hand, and it actually can help replenish. But also, if you you don't want to hold it, you know, like, close to you too long, because it is metal, Mm -hmm. and you don't want to kind of have that linger in your system. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, and it depends on if it's um, plated or if it's, like, protected. This is not, like, I wash my hands with it, and it gets over time so mm. it's not what's that like polished where mm. it's protected yeah mm-hmm. so it's just the copper which i actually i like yeah you know, so. so and i think i've had this question before and just to say i want to say like if anybody wants to start with crystals or anything i recommend yes, the two crystals to start with is just a clear quartz yes. it's a regular clear quartz which looks like this one but it's just clear mm-hmm. and then the pink quartz which kind of looks like this one yeah, but a little bit more quartz. pink Oh yeah, rose pink rose quartz. Yeah, those two stones I think are mm. super powerful. And then once those two stones you have, like it just cracks you open mm. to the stone world and crystal world mm. and all of that. Because yeah. I think I've had that question before, and I think mm-hmm. yes. a regular white quartz, which are really affordable, like those two crystals or stones, you could buy for like a dollar mm-hmm. anywhere. Oh, okay. You know, those are really cheap. Because once you start, you know, you're gonna, yeah. She used to spend a couple hundreds over here. Like, it's just <laughs> on a lot of crystals, but, yeah. you know. Um, and then the other crystal, well, there's the clear quartz, the pink rose quartz, and then amethyst. Okay. Amethyst is purple, and that, yes. you know, looks like that one, but just purple, and that one is... Because yeah. the amethyst, the violet, um, the violet light, oh, my friend was so awesome. He was explaining this all to me. But just to kind of give you an idea... Um, where I purify my water. This is not off topic. I'm going to get back on topic. But there's this filtration system that they just created for this alkaline water. And the final stage of cleansing the water was this, like, ultraviolet light. Mm-hmm. So now there's some folks out there that are selling this. Like, the ultraviolet light is, like, super cleansing. So that's why black lights, like, people have had black lights in their houses. Like, purple stuff. Like, there's people who are now just wearing complete purple outfits. Sometimes you'll hear, that like... Talking about auras, like, oh, this person has a lot of purple in their aura. You know, they're they're working with a lot of violet, which is, like, mm. you know, just, trans, like, transmuting, cleaning. Like, just cleaning, cleaning, cleaning. Mm. Which amethyst is a very powerful stone for. And, um, yeah, if getting into that. But I love violet. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about, like, you mentioned these three starter stones. Um, and then I was gifted some from... Uh, from a friend and then in a time of need I gave one to my mom but I just gave it to her and I know with working with you both before and using stones um, we've cleaned them and you mentioned how easy it is so if you could maybe talk about why that's important mm-hmm. and how easy it is yeah so cleaning stones are pretty 
easy, like you mentioned. Um, it just depends on the stone. The mm. reason that you do it is to cleanse your energy from it and to, um, if you're gifting it, so that the other person can place their energy onto mm. it, right? So if I'm purchasing one for someone, I'm picking it up, right? But that stone, maybe 10 other people have picked up. I don't know what energy they're bringing, and you want only the best energy for that person. One of, you know, positive intention, goodness, all of that stuff. Each stone we put our own intention into. Mm. So, for example, with a rose quartz, one of the easiest ways to, to cleanse it is to put it into cold water. Wash it under cold water, pat it dry, and then hold it in your hand. You can also bring it to your heart and place your intention into the stone. You can do that with each stone. Some stones you can't. So I have a fluorite stone that I wear. Fluorite, if you put it into water, can be poisonous, mm. and so can malachite. So there are a few stones that tend to be more like green stones. Um, my fluorite is kind of like a greenish purple. It's like a rainbow fluorite. And so if I would then put that to my skin, that's not a good thing. So um, it's important to be careful with that. Alternatives to water cleansing would be selenite. So you can get a selenite stick it's like it, or a selenite wand. For what, like 75 cents, maybe $2 for a bigger one. I've got this huge selenite um, uh, stick that wand that my mom gave me that's like, like it's, my gosh, long. I don't know what that would measure <laughs> to, but like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, probably like a ruler size, about 12, okay. you know, 12 inches or so. And at night, what I do is I put each of my stones up to the edge of the selenite and I let it charge. Selenite is one of those um, uh, one of those crystals that actually will charge and cleanse your stone on its own. Because again, energy, we deplete energy, we need to recharge it. The sun will also charge it for you, right? So if you leave certain stones out in the sun for, I mean, a, a decent about amount of time, right? Not too long, maybe four hours or so for some, depending, um, it will charge it for you. So these are ways of charging your stones so that they replenish the energy that they've lost through the day. And the moon. And the moon, right? Moonstone. I mean, that's a stone. Is You can put that outside and it will charge under the moon. And it's really, really awesome. And a lot of stones will do that as well. Yeah. I actually learned the green stone the hard way. I messed oh. up one of my green stones by putting it in the water. You're okay. Oh yeah, I'm okay. And then sometimes, <laughs> um, some another way is like if you to enhance it, you could use sea salt. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. lay out stones on sea salt. But real so sea like salt. Yeah, real, real yeah. sea salt. So that means it needs to be like a little grayish, like a little dirty, not or like pure yeah. white. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because there so was a pinkish. whole thing where regular salt. A lot of companies found out. Oh, we can just make the granules bigger. Call it sea salt. Charge mm -hmm. more. And so what they, um, what, yeah, we tell people in general is has to be an earth tone. Earth tone. Mm. Real sea salt is earth tone. It's not white. And then another way people cleanse their stones is they leave them in like pots of plants or in their like raised buds. Mm -hmm. So oh. you could just directly put it into earth. So oh, like really? if you guys have a rose garden, mm -hmm. so you could just put it in the dirt, another way of cleansing it. Or if yeah. you have pots in your house and you have dirt in their soil, you oh. could just put it in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of ways to clean it. Well, if you haven't noticed, yeah. we are very interested in learning more about Mercury and retrograde. And we don't know that much. 
like, we're still learning. learning. <laughs> and we're going to yeah. implement it into our life. <laughs> Oils and different things. So, uh, when we were preparing for... Because we've been talking about bringing you both onto the podcast for some time. Um, and so, this kind of sparked this new segment or new piece that we're trying to make work. We tried to make it work before where we said, like, because we're two bees pod... Like, start with, like, what kind of bee are you today? Like, bitch, beautiful bee. You tried to make that I work. tried to. Yeah. She fought it. Yeah. And she won. It mm. didn't work. It was too hard. <laughs> like, the record to show. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're going to try and make this work because I feel like we are bringing some pretty incredible folks on, like yourself. And so, we have questions. Mm-hmm. This new segment really speaks to us and how... We have questions, yeah. which we don't know much <laughs> at all. <laughs> and when I would bring up Mercury being in retrograde, and I'd she'd roll be like, my eyes. I, "I have questions." Yeah, first. and she'd ask, and I didn't know. So we're gonna ask you. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of covered. We talked about Mercury in retrograde, um, but how one of them, one of the questions we have is how you know individuals like ourselves who have been exposed to it a bit, but even people who may be listening for the first time, like how can someone like three quick things that everyone can start today, right now, to recenter themselves, refresh, restore, re everything, um, to start some new practice, to heal, transform, you know, whatever it is. So one off the top of my head that comes up is look in the mirror and kiss yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Um, like the mirror is awesome, you know? Uh, so that's one of what, that's just the top of my head. Yeah. (laughs) Look in the mirror and kiss yourself and see how beautiful and divine and wonderful and magical Mm -hmm. and like awesome you are. Like seriously, everybody, you know? Um, self-love. Yes. Yes. And it sounds like it's, you know, we chuckle, whatever. It sounds a little like silly, but that's hard to do, mm-hmm. especially when you're having a hard time going through something difficult. It's hard to say those things to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also say breathe. Yes. Yeah. Just like wherever you are, whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. just breathe. Right. There's yeah. this um, great app. I think it's free. It's called the Bell app. Um, and there's also the Calm app. And um, for the Bell app, um, uh, one of the folks who's um, – who was in our yoga training introduced this to us. Um, it's literally a bell that goes off. You can set a timer to it. So maybe it goes off every 30 minutes, maybe it goes off every 10 minutes, whenever you want. And it will remind you at that bell to breathe. So that even if you're not actively thinking about it, you've got something to remind you to do it. And mm-hmm. so that's that I thought was genius that she did that. And mm-hmm. Um, it's it's such a great tool to help you breathe. And when you say breathe, because, um, you know, we're like yeah. breathing every day, but Very like <laughs> every second or whatever. But like yeah. um, mindful, mindful breaths breathing. or deep breaths. Yeah. And what that might look like mm-hmm. is inhaling through the nose is one way. One simple, simple way is inhaling through the nose, filling your lungs, noticing the expansion of your lungs. <laughs> we all do it. <laughs> I was gonna ask. Yeah. You don't have to do it. I can take this out. I don't want to put you on the spot. <laughs> but in yoga practice, I'm always like, oh my god, these are such good breaths. Ebony does like, um, because I feel like sometimes you know, and that's part of the practice, right? Because if you're doing shallow breathing and 
sometimes when you're trying to center yourself or mm-hmm. with me, what I do sometimes, or I think a lot of us, what we do is when we try to not have the release of emotions, yeah. not allow ourselves to have them, then, mm-hmm. you know, it definitely affects our breath. Yeah. Um, or once there's the full release that we've been holding back, then it affects the breath and we go into the very labored, shallow breathing. Yeah. Um, so I've been very aware of the, the how you breathe in mm-hmm. practice. Mm-hmm. Would you mind like leading us on like a breath? So I could I could try <laughs> in one of my breaths. Yeah. I have long breaths, you know. They're so good. And it and I, I get that a lot when I'm teaching yoga is like my when I ask folks to breathe for three counts or hold the pose for three counts, it's my five. Because I never used to breathe. I had chronic asthma growing up. I was in the hospital every month for mm-hmm. asthma. Mm-hmm. And I had terrible time just breathing on so many medications Mm -hmm. and so it's amazing to me that I'm able to breathe so deeply and hold it for so long because it was through the process of working through my body that I was able to expand the capacity for myself to breathe and regulate so one of my breaths for example I'll just I don't know if it's audible but so if we were to inhale through our nose Filling our lungs, noticing the expansion of our lungs, holding that breath, and then releasing very slowly out of our mouth. Noticing the softening of our shoulders, the relaxing of our necks. I invite you to take another deep breath in through the nose, holding that breath once you inhale. And gently letting it go out the mouth, allowing yourself to melt even deeper into your chair. And one more breath for good measure, inhaling through the nose again, holding and releasing. That's a basic mm. breath, right? And if you do nothing else, you can do three of those when you notice you're dysregulated. Mm-hmm. When you notice that, you know, you're not breathing. Just yeah. in through the nose, out the mouth, right? Adicelli <laughs> goes deep into <laughs> breath work. Does a lot of a lot of nuanced breath work. Um, you know, but a basic way to approach it is just in and out the mouth because when you're if you're not um if you're not uh clear about how you're breathing right because when you're triggered Mm -hmm. if you're breathing in through the nose out through the nose in through the nose sometimes you uh can hyperventilate and so that's why out the mouth is very if you're in a state of being um, dysregulated already and you don't want to pass out you don't want anything like that that's beautiful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I literally just forgot we were recording. Yeah, and so just really quick, some of the breath work that I do is like, you know, a way to get us um, super high without mm-hmm. the extras. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> using breath to activate the dopamine 
and activate all of those feel good mm-hmm. hormones mm-hmm. and um so those can eliminate all the hormones that cause illness and toxins release. and toxins yeah. and and really um regenerating mm-hmm. stuff like that and maybe this um the breathing the intentional deep breaths um, is what you we refer to when you say breathing, taking mm-hmm. a moment to breathe. Mm-hmm. So maybe that um, sort of answers my next question. How can people like us or just the regular people, people someone like me who can't stop, um, mm-hmm. people who have a hard time meditating, mm-hmm. focusing and meditating, is there a quick like sort of tip um, or something... I guess, easy that we can do instead of, I think because everyone has a sort of image of meditation. What's a quick like meditation tip? How can we start meditating if we don't know how? I can answer that. Mm -hmm. Just going back quickly to the three things. Mm -hmm. Um, So we said self-love, self-love and um, breathe, Uh gratitude. Mm -hmm. It's a practice of gratitude. Mm -hmm. You know, that is your meditation. Giving thanks to what we have, giving thanks for what we don't have, giving thanks for another day of life, you mm-hmm. know, having that gratitude to create that space for whatever meditation you want to explore. But meditation or any of that, you know, and even the self-love and even the breath it starts with a practice of gratitude. But we are, this life is still a gift, you know, whether we look at it like that or not, or it's something, it's something that we need to give thanks for at the end of the day, mm-hmm. because that's, that's, that's meditation, yeah. giving gratitude. Yeah. And I think it's, it's also accepting what, you know, our yoga instructor calls the monkey mind, like mm-hmm. just accepting that our minds are made to go everywhere. Right, they're just gonna go here. They're gonna go there. They're gonna go mm-hmm. everywhere, and that's yeah. the biggest thing I hear is um, fear of meditating for fear of not doing it right. And there mm. is no right. It's mm-hmm. it's just embracing that that's how our minds work. the The act of meditating is about how do we master our minds? How do we draw our minds back in? And be okay with going here, there, and over mm. all over the place. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's an it's a practice that is not about perfection, but it's about the the journey on bringing our minds back to center. Mm-hmm. And the breath is the perfect place to be back to center. So for someone who doesn't meditate or is intimidated, right? Because it mm-hmm. can be intimidating to meditate or you know to have the discipline too to meditate. I mean, to add that into your day. A lot of people are, you know, the thing is busy, right? And so how do you do it? One thing you can do is you can meditate through breathing. Meditate on your breath. Mm -hmm. So as I'm taking those three breaths, my focus is on the breath. My focus is not here, there, or everywhere. It's on the breath. That is an act of meditating, right? So these are small things that um, get overlooked, but... Whenever we get distracted by life, we always come back to the breath because that has been with us since we were born. Mm-hmm. So why not let that be our guide? That is a, <laughs> a step. To uh-huh. yeah. And um, I started using um, the Headspace app. Mm. And that's one of the things because I'm, again, who I am. Um, I focus a lot of like, I'm not doing this right. I'm mm-hmm. thinking about this. 
And so that was one thing that I noticed from that app that really was helpful to me, that it gave me sort of the permission to let your mind wander if that's what's happening. So that's helpful. And it's just guided breathing, essentially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's also like Nidra Yoga, um, which is very deep meditative states. And um, one exercise in there is being able to count, you know, from 40 down to one. But each breath is each inhale. So an inhale would be 40, an exhale would be 39. Mm. Right? So to be able to get to that deep space through counting, and it's okay if you don't ever get to one, mm. but it's, it's the practice of um, to listening to yourself, to practice breathing, and also the person who's guiding will provide affirmations. And in that, if you hear their voice, then you start over. Right? So it can be frustrating, but it, it is that practice of being okay, allowing your mind to relax. The last one, I think, um, the question we had was um, more about limpias. Um, so essentially cleansing, that's what limpia is. Uh, cleansing ourselves and the spaces we are in. Um, I, I guess how can we do that on our own? How easy is it and why is it important if it is? I just want to say that breathing is a form of giving ourselves limpias. Okay. Yeah. So the breath, using the breath as a way to like detox Mm -hmm. and cleanse the body and release, Mm -hmm. that is number one. Just emphasizing on the breath. We emphasizing on the breath. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And all goes back to breath. Yeah. 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 Because that's what the ancestors would do. They would just breathe. You know, mm-hmm. and cleanse themselves mm-hmm. that way. Well, they had a whole bunch of herbs around mm-hmm. usually to and help with the process, mm-hmm. but it was through breath work that they were cleansing their bodies. Yeah, and I mean some other um, methods. I mean that I that you could use would be that selenite wand, mm-hmm. right? So you can actually it cleanses and re-energizes stones, but it actually can be used to cleanse and re-energize your body. Mm. So to be able to wand yourself from top to bottom is awesome and to breathe as you're doing it maybe have a specific essential oil connected to you as you're doing that right um what i do um is i'll do a mix of baking soda himalayan salt and i with some like water and sometimes i'll put a little bit of like essential oil in there and i'll do um age when i shower i'll actually clean cleanse my entire self because baking soda and himalayan salt pull toxins from your mm-hmm. body so you can actually do that in a bath as well mm-hmm. um but if you're not a bath person you can do it in a shower so that's another way so making your own concoctions at home that feel right for you yeah. um, epsom salt is also a great way to pull it from your whole body but also your feet and mm-hmm. our feet carry so much and it, it, it holds us up and it does a lot for us. So yeah. to be able to pull some of that energy from our feet and then, you know, give it back through rubbing essential oils or rubbing jojoba as a carrier oil onto ourselves, right? Giving gratitude for every part of us can be part of that cleansing. Yeah. And I want to emphasize on what Ebony said that it's what works for you, you know, mm-hmm. work with your intuition. Mm-hmm. We're just helping helping you all and mm-hmm. your listeners like crack themselves open a little bit but it's whatever works for you guys and whatever works for you but of course a little knowledge around what herbs 
what these mm-hmm. this herb does versus that herb or yeah. what herb brings in abundance if you want money so that's mm-hmm. like you know really working with probably magic mm-hmm. if you know you always want to go tell into us that. what herb that is <laughs> <laughs> usually that's always true that's chamomile oh. chamomile and honey chamomile and honey like mm-hmm. the bees and you know that just brings in mm-hmm. money and abundance and then having sunflowers in your home but um, I just want to say that limpias, there's like a variety, right? There's yeah. like zero point where you're fasting. You really want to cleanse uh, fasting, drinking water. I've heard mm. a lot of people who like have cured and are healing their cancer through like just drinking water, like just water mm. fast. And um, one thing that I recently learned was holding your breath out. So like inhaling and exhaling out, but holding it out is uh, regenerating your bone marrow. And so with mm-hmm. what our bone marrow is actually made out of, it's actually stardust, it's actually salinized, it's crystal. So when we're holding our breath out, all of that is kind of coming out and restructuring your body and your cells and all of those things. So that's one way. And then a lot of the limpias I've done is a lot of baths, a lot of saging, a lot of copal, mm-hmm. copal tree resin, going back to amber, working with a lot of tree resin, tree medicine, um, and then I've evolved from using eggs to using feathers now. Mm-hmm. So I use crow feathers, and my crow feathers were found. The university gifted me a crow, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I made my little wand out of that. So I cleanse <laughs> with that, and then I use a lot of sound. So mm-hmm. I'm incorporating more sounds into cleansing. So that was also, we didn't mention that. Another way to cleanse your crystals is through sound. Yeah. So people use sound bowls oh, and yeah, clean yeah. it through that way. Mm-hmm. And um, I use a lot of sound now. And a lot of my limpias consist of Florida water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to keep that mm-hmm. somewhere on the counter, like everybody loves that stuff. Keep that stuff. <laughs> or you can make your own rose water um, mm-hmm. or um, any flower. So flower just brings in abundance, just heals, just opens up pathways, lavender, all of those things. Mm-hmm. And different flowers for different things, as always. Um, but I've worked a lot with roses. Um, mm-hmm. So I've done a lot of baños and just baths full of roses and rosemary mm-hmm. so, and honey. So that's been my bath for a while. It's rosemary, roses, and honey. And making sure your rosemary and your roses are coming from, coming from a garden. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to get the stuff from the store because that's usually GMO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... You know, you want to get fresh rosemary or yeah. roses from uh, your yard mm-hmm. or a neighbor's yard or, you know, you go out and find it and stuff like that. I'd also say I'm, I'm always big on uh, over-saging because some folks over-sage, right? <laughs> and I say that because we don't want to let go of the good energy we just welcomed in, right? Mm-hmm. Which can happen with sage. Because smoke can welcome in energy, welcome in ancestors. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that we keep the good and don't, like, ward it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. But I would, and I encourage everybody to, like, whatever you feel is calling you, make your own stuff. Mm. So I was buying Florida water, but now I've been exploring with just making my own body sprays and just playing with that a little bit and, like, spraying my stuff everywhere or just getting, like, a regular spray bottle, filling it with water and adding your favorite essential oil to it. That can be a really good way Mm -hmm. to give yourself a limpia on the spot, Mm -hmm. um, something like that, and just, like, using your power to just, like, whatever, (sighs) using your hands. And envisioning light coming out yeah. of your hands and cleansing yourself and love just 
cleansing, cleansing, cleansing. And Palo Santo spray. Mm. Oh, yeah, Palo Santo spray. Like, That's your favorite. Bad vibe killer, right? <laughs> and so, you know, I know people who use that and they put it on an area that's ailing them mm-hmm. and they're just like the energy releases, yeah. right? And so it's, it's, it's another way to give yourself a spritz of mm. some good cleansing energy. And so the and the main one which will partake is fire. Mm-hmm. So one thing about fire limpias and how ancestors would do it was like, you know, like today when we all go out camping or we're sitting around the fire, like we're cleansing ourselves with that fire. Mm-hmm. Whether we have that awareness or not, campfire stories, all of those things. Yeah. So um, from some of the history that I've been taught is that, you know, there would be days in the community and the cities where all the everybody in the community would come on out and we would have platicas, we would have conversations and there would be a fire usually. Mm -hmm. And we're transmuting and, you know, making sure energy is just not accumulating in people's homes because then that causes illness, right? That causes what we see in our society today, all the violence, all like the unhealthy relationships, the imbalance sometimes, even though I feel we're coming back into a more balanced state because everything's being uncovered and, you know, if you're mean, you can't be mean anymore. (laughs) You just can't. You just got to be happy now (laughs) if you want to. Um, Otherwise, you know, whatever. Um, But um, fire is a big, big limpia that I use and I brought a little bit of stuff for us to do a little white fire limpia, which we use a little bit, a handful of Epsom salt and you want to get a pot, right? A pot that you're not going to use for food. So this is something from the 99 cent store or thrift store. But this is going to be your limpia pot. You know, that's that's what it's for. And any herbs, flowers, again, open up pathways. Flowers just bring in all of that awesome energy. And then this is a white fire limpia, which I was taught by my teacher. And this is just a couple handfuls of Epsom salt, a splash of rubbing alcohol, and whatever herbs that you might want to want to use and the herb that i brought because it's in abundance mm-hmm. and it's also the season is cedar mm-hmm. so i'll just pass it around so you guys can smell it it came what, with cedar cedar yeah oh, it's christmas pour the epsom salt in here just a little bit you know to get a little fire going herbs and then I want us to make it a little ceremonial and I'm just gonna put a little handful in for now but just get a little pinch and then once the fire is lit just you know whatever no longer serves you we'll throw it into the fire and then just the alcohol put in the center now and then a match so you need to use a match at all times because connection with trees earth all of that stuff you can't just Throw a lighter in there. And these are matches from the magical town of Isamal, Yucatan. So may this uh, limpia open up pathways for all of us and cleanse us of whatever is no longer serving us. Did you get a pinch? Can we throw it in? Yeah, feel free to just throw it in whenever you feel called. Just a little pinch of whatever isn't serving you anymore. And this this limpia is also giving a limpia. Don't be afraid. <laughs> Are you tossing it? Go. Scared. Not scared. <laughs> no fear anymore. <laughs> oh gosh, I have a lot to let go of. Okay. I think so. <laughs> Oops, sorry, Ebony. Oh. 
trying to toss my um, stuff onto you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, it's only going into the fire from now. And this is giving your space a limpia. It's giving all of us a limpia. Um, you know, you can, if you feel the heat and you feel called to just cleanse, cleanse, cleanse. Um, it's feeding the essence of your house. So it's allowing your home to breathe at the same time because we believe that everything has a spirit essence, right? This house isn't just a house. It's a living spirit that takes care of you guys and your loved ones. Does it? Hi. <laughs> does it burn down? Yeah, it burns down. <laughs> it does burn down, but you know, my... It's it's been going, and even though I made it small, it's still going big. So what makes it go big? Intention. Yeah. So you guys, like, you guys must have had really bigger. strong intentions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The intention makes it stronger. So you guys had some pretty beautiful intentions, oh, and you're ready to receive. So I didn't. I made Bring it small it. so that it wouldn't get this big. But you guys are brujas. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> and this is super easy so you know any of that stuff wherever you guys are going no excuse for it accumulating in your home you know you have this tool you know and it's you don't even need to put it sometimes if you want to and there's a corner of somewhere you're feeling a little heaviness Mm. you can put it there um but it's giving everywhere uh everything in the home a limpia This was a perfect limpia. Thank you both so much for being here, for all that you've taught us, yes. all the information you've given us. Um, just having your energy and your oh presence gosh. here has been so nice and soothing and calming. Um, even the fire was nice and calming and <laughs> yeah. soothing for some of us. <laughs> Ebony. <laughs> Ebony got nervous at the size of the flame. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's been so nice. Thank you so much, um, both of you. And... Um, you guys are doing all this amazing, wonderful work, and we just want to make sure that people are able to reach you or find you um, wherever it is that you want to be found <laughs> or where you are. Um, and so uh, we want to invite both of you, if you have any sort of events or news that you want to share that you want people to know about, please do so. And please let us know where we can find you um, on the internet, um, social media, so this is Ebony, and um, uh, Araceli and I did a workshop uh, last year together on uh, water healing and welcoming ancestors in, and so we're working on something for probably in the next couple of months. Um, so you can probably check that out on um, my website, Root Wellness Healing, where you can also see what other you know, um, services of interest might be present there for you so that is rootwellnesshealing.com and you do so um so you do the trauma-informed mm-hmm. um yoga and then what are some other yeah are there other services that you provide yeah so i offer trauma-informed yoga um individual sessions potentially group coming at some point um small group and then uh, meditation 
and I also offer individual therapy. So trauma-informed therapy. Can we all go (laughs) to the yoga? To you. (laughs) If you'd like. (laughs) And then sometimes we have like community, we have like uh, healers who Mm. are within the area also come in. Um, So that's something that we try to do every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I don't have a website, but if you want to connect with me, I think it's best to just do social media. Mm -hmm. So on Instagram, I'm Hippie Sally, H I P P I E, (laughs) Sally, C E L Y. I do a whole bunch of stuff. I am also doing trauma informed yoga, which thank you so much for Ebony for that opportunity um, with transitional age youth. I am currently, I part, I am currently doing a lot of cacao ceremonies with other community members, if that's something that interests you or that calls to you. Um, Cacao is a heart medicine and a brain medicine, cognitive and heart medicine. So if you're interested in that, hit me up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thank you both so much. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to share, I think, as we're learning these new things, I think you are two individuals who I think just by being yourselves – are showing like how much these different practices can really um, help people, heal people, mm-hmm. and your healing powers are just uh, who you are as individuals. So, thank you so much yes. for Aww, being you. here with us. Thank you both for thank sharing. You guys. Yeah. Do you yeah. feel like you got your answers for what Mercury Metro? Is? <laughs> I'm gonna put it on my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Follow us on all socials at 2BSPod. That's T-W-O-B-S pod. Tell your friends and your friends' friends. More importantly, tell your followers and your haters. Bye. Bye!